What's up, everybody, and welcome into the next episode of Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. I am so excited to be back. I took a, a week off last week. I was not feeling too well, but I'm feeling good. I'm ready as ever. Let's go. again welcome in welcome in I am so 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 I got a good good um show today I'm excited I want to I think today we're just gonna talk about a lot of NFL stuff y'all know I love football football is really almost over I think after the draft you know it's kind of like oh we talk about um summer camp and training and all of that but it's really nothing to talk about so we literally just got this last final week to talk about things in football. I mean, of course, unless there's some drama, but anywho, we are less, I mean, a little over a week away from the draft. The draft starts next Thursday, the 28th, and it goes through to the 30th. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the draft. I want to have my own little mini draft party, but unfortunately, my daughter has a track meet that day, and I can't tell her, oh, I can't come to your track meet because of the draft. So with that being said, I got to figure it out. Probably going to have a party of one (laughs) sitting in front of the TV waiting to see what's going on. I'm hearing rumors that um, the Jaguars are still on the fence about who they want to take. It's looking like they're looking into offensive linemen and not defensive ends. Should Aiden Hutchinson fall to the Lions? I'm hoping that the Lions select him. I've been saying it. Since I started this show, I want Aiden Hutchinson to the Lions. In the beginning, many people was telling me, like, that doesn't look likely. And, you know, um, just I don't believe in the beginning of the season, what the last uh, football season, Aiden Hutchinson even was considered a higher prospect. But seeing as though Michigan went far, you know, more people are watching him. Now he's up there and stuck there. And I was like, no, he going to be there. And we need him in Detroit. So, at the end of the day, I'm hoping that um, we get Hutchinson. I'm seeing some mock drafts that says we're going to get Thibodeau. Some says we're going to take Walker. I even see people want Malik Willis. Um, I'm not sure if I'm on the draft of quarterback at number two. But, hey, again, I have said this before and I'll say it again. I do trust Brad Holmes. I honestly... You know, he comes from a great organization in um, L.A. where he has drafted a phenomenal talent. I don't think that he's going to do anything differently in Detroit. He's proved himself last year with the draft, especially with that um, I'm in Ross St. Brown snag there and later on in the draft at that. So I do believe that they have what it takes to get the team going. I don't see them drafting a quarterback, even though, you know, I hate to even say this. I had to pause to figure out, you know what, is you going to say this or not? Wait, yes, I am. I think I'm going to still call Jared Goff, Jared Joss this season coming up just to see if he really proves himself to be Jared Goff. I think he they're going to win more than three games. I do. I think they're going to win maybe six or seven games at the least. Will he earn his Goff name? I don't know. I'm hoping so. I, I, I'm Jared is growing on me. I never disliked him, but 
you know that Matthew Stafford Trey hurt a lot of us Lions fans, and then we get Jared, and he's not the best, you know. He's working, though. He's working hard. The team is working hard. And I'm very much so interested to see how practice goes, you know, watching the hard knocks coming up in August. I told you guys it's starting August 9th. Woo, woo. I think it ends August 6th. I mean, not August 6th, September 6th. Don't quote me on that, but it will be a few weeks starting for sure on August 9th. They're on HBO. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get down there. <laughs> like, I don't know if I want y'all to really see me in the camera like, oh, my God, I want to say some things for HBO. Would it be nice? I mean, possibly. Let me plug in the show right quick. But if not, you know, I just want to be down there and see it because I just do. And I'm um, looking on social media. I love me some Jamal Williams. Y'all know. No bias here. But, I mean, hey, I love him. He's funny. He's a great guy. And I'm looking, doing some research on social media about people's, you know, reaction to Lions being on hard knocks and things like that. And everyone is seeming to think the same thing, which is Jamal Williams is going to take over the show. <laughs> I think he is like he his attitude, like his character, everything about him just shines. Great player. Like, I'm sure he is not the leader of the locker room, but I can almost bet that he's one of them. Like. It just seems like he walk into the locker room and make everybody laugh. Like, oh, y'all not looking happy enough. He got to say something. And I, we appreciate people like him. So I'm excited, super, super excited to see, you know, that come up. Now, I have told you guys um, before a couple weeks ago that Colin Kaepernick has, once again, this is like the time of the year for him to, like, Drop that he wants to come back to the NFL. He did not do it for a few years. I do commend him for that. And now he's like back pressing the issue. So he did a show, a podcast the other day. Um, oh, I just had the name on my tongue. I believe it was uh, the full athlete or the total athlete or complete athlete or something like that. But he was on the podcast and he mentioned that he would be willing to come back to the league as a backup, even though he know um, he's not going to remain there. Like, oh, I'm I'm willing to sign as a backup, but I know one day I'll be a QB one. I'm not seeing that for Colin. <laughs> like, and I'm not even hating on my friend. Like. I think that Colin Kaepernick is an amazing athlete, like especially being amazing at more than one sport. You know what I'm saying? Like if you guys had a chance to watch his special on Netflix, I believe it was caught in black and white. It was great. Definitely touched on a lot of topics, especially things that you could assume he would go through being biracial and adopted. You know, now I watched, uh, you know, in black and white, and I just could not believe his parents were this slow to what he was dealing with and going through. But, hey, could have been. You never know. I just do not see a QB1 future in football for him. I said it before. I do think that a team, would, you know, could sign him as a backup. And he could be a backup that if the QB1 did get hurt, he can, like, ride out the rest of the season and maybe teams may look at him. I don't know. I just feel like the league is going into a totally different direction anyway. Like, Tom Brady is good because Tom Brady is good. But, like, the league is literally turning its head away from 
these Tom Brady-esque quarterbacks that literally can fling the ball down the field, I guess that's great. But, you know, you're getting these more physical, mobile quarterbacks that's doing more than throwing the ball. If I just don't see him fitting into the new way football is going at this moment. Now, it's a learning game. Rookies come in. They got to sit behind quarterbacks and learn, too. He's a veteran. He get it. But he's been out of the league for so long, and he's begging to come back, especially coming back to a league with no change. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, what confuses me about the situation with Colin more, than, more so than ever is what was all of this for? You know, you, you raised this awareness. People got the talking. Um, you know, he was blackballed for it, of course, but why come back to a league that treated you like this, a job, you know, that treated you like they did and nothing has really changed? You know what I'm saying? Like, and correct me if y'all think that I'm wrong. I don't see a change, you know. We look at the lawsuit going on in the league now. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But... I mean, I don't know. That's just like me wanting to go back to my previous job after feeling like they played me and, you know, everything that I went through there. I mean, yeah, they don't want me to come back. I quit. It's not like they fired me. Hey, you know, of course, basically. But, no, I'm not. You know, I was about to say some things. I caught it. At the end of the day, y'all get me. You don't want to be anywhere where you don't feel welcomed anyway. So I'm just kind of figuring it out, like, what are we doing here, Kylan? <laughs> like, you can't you can't want to do this. And I, I, I really would love to see him in more of an ownership position. It would be nice if some of the, you know, richer black people could get together and own a team. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's move into ownership positions or at least try to move into these positions so that the change could happen really at the top because you got to realize like a lot of these teams are really owned by people who still have an old school mentality. And unfortunately I'm not trying to say it's the right thing, but you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And that's something that some people just have to accept, you know, we got to live life and accept things for what they are. No, Colin, do not go back. And, yes, if you do go back, you will not be a starter. But I don't know. Hopefully we'll see. We'll see? Don't know. But in other news, our boy Marshawn Lynch, he didn't got minority stake um, in the Seattle NFL, I mean NHL team. I'm trying to figure out where, like, Marshawn Lynch – he be so low-key. He be in his little Subway commercials doing his thing. He retired, and he's still out here getting a loaf. Like, I'm, like, he really purchased a small stake in the Seattle hockey team. Like, okay, boom, he going to be in Seattle. We know Russ and Sierra just left, unfortunately. But this is really what we need to see. Like, can you imagine how many more kids are going to go see the crank and pay crack? cracking play um hockey now I've always liked hockey I went to my very first hockey game I want to say I was like 10 
maybe 11. And I was like fascinated. It wasn't even because they was fighting. It was just like the energy of the crowd, you know, and I'm young. So of course I don't know what's going on. And then I was like, I, I, to be honest, I don't think I had ever watched hockey prior to going to the game. My mama had some cool coworkers. They was like, oh, your daughter cute. You know, we want to hang out with her. Now that I think about it, that is so kind of weird. I'm happy to be here today, but I'm not sure if I'm going to send my daughter out with some coworkers, especially she don't know. But anywho, the coworkers was cool. They fed me. We went to a hockey game. And I'm in here already feeling weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, where am I at? <laughs> you know, like, what are they doing? But the crowd, the energy was, like, amazing. And when these kind of stories go out, you know, it's like, I just feel like this is going to bring so many more kids and so much more excitement just to see what's going on. And shout out to Marshawn Lynch just making smart investments. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like when Sierra and Russell Wilson, you know, put their money into that soccer team in Seattle and stuff like that. Like, you have to have multiple streams of income today to survive on whatever level you live on. The rich got to stay rich. They got to make smart investments. So, congratulations, Marshawn. I see you. It's a couple of quarterbacks out here. Um, I read this week that have not started minicamp with their teams. Jimmy G being one with the 49ers. Um, I believe he's sitting out because of his shoulder. He's trying to rehab his shoulder. Um, but what is his future in, in San Fran? Like, I don't know, you know. And then I was reading also, um, not a quarterback, but Debo Samuel, the wide receiver slash running back slash um tackle slash any other thing else but court oh I can't add quarterback to the list actually because he did throw a great pass during the playoffs last season so all-around player Debo Samuel is always also sitting out of um the mini camp the training camp because he's trying to get a bigger contract not the same as um Jimmy G but it's just to see what's going on there. Like, are they going to start Trey Lance this year? You know, Jimmy G, will he get traded? Or, you know, what's going on there? What What are we doing? I don't know. I hope Debo do stay in San Fran. But who knows? Like, he's really, like, boycotting for his contract. And I'm like, go ahead, Debo. I'm with you if I could do it. But, you know, that's a whole other story. Um, And Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is also... Um, taking a step back. But I told you guys this on a different episode. Kyler, like, scrubbed his social media of, like, anything Cardinals related. So it was kind of like rumor, like, oh, are they going to get rid of him? Or is he leaving the team? Like, what's up? You know, he's unhappy, of course. But Kyler, y'all... I don't know, y'all. It just be something about missing money for me. I guess it's because I'm not I'm not in their tax bracket. Because remember last year Aaron Rodgers did it. Was whatever he was doing, skipped over signing that contract, which would have made him the highest played player player in NFL history at that time. Um, he skipped over that. Didn't want to resign. Ended up going at the very last minute, like so many thousands of dollars he missed out on. I just go back to the previous episode, y'all, because it's I got the the exact dollar amount in there, but I just can't. If you getting paid for this, you gotta show up. <laughs> Cause, whew, 
And that's too much money to be missing. But I and I understand where it comes from. It's like Debo and a couple of other players from different teams sitting out of camp for a contract renegotiation. That's different. I'm I'm a hell of a player. I need to be paid. <laughs> That's different than I don't like my front office. I'm not coming to work. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not sure what is going on with Kyler Murray. Supposedly, according to reports, it's a, you know, mutual feeling between them. Like, they knew he wasn't coming. He told them, you know, so it's not like the team's like, oh, no, Kyler's not showing up. What are we going to do? But... What are they going to do? Like, do, do we, um, you know, y'all, I keep talking about hiring and stuff like this is, you know, it is a job, but the right words, do we draft a quarterback? Do we draft, where do, what do we draft at this point? Because it's looking like your right now need is for a quarterback, but what assets do you have to even try to move up in the draft to get a decent quarterback? It's just, I don't know. It's like at some point, football have become a sport of divas. And it's cool. You know, you want to be a diva. Diva it out. But don't leave your fans hanging. I'm no Kyler Murray fan. But some somewhere, somebody is. So they need to fix that. And other news and some fun kind of news. Um... Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers is teaming up to play golf um, against actually Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Now, this is what I find interesting. You get these two over here from the NFC who be probably, basically you get the four teams that is more likely to play in a championship for like the AFC and NFC to, you know, play each other. Now, I'm not sure if Matthew Stafford just wasn't, like, if he was invited to do this and he just said he didn't want to or so, I don't know. But I think that it's so funny not to say Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, but just see the matchup where you got to play a, together Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen only because that last playoff game was such a nail-biter. Like, the playoff game between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen changed the rules of overtime, okay? Because we were all pissed. Like, no, no, no. Because we knew if Josh Allen would have got that ball back, the game would have continued. So I am just, I'm not even that big of a golf fan. Like, Tiger is back. I will watch it, especially if I'm visiting my grandfather and he has it on because he loves golf. I've told you guys several times, golf is too quiet for me. Although... Although I have been seeing here lately, nah, they be loud. Cause they show was loud um last week when last weekend when Tiger was out there on his way back in. So I don't know. They might be out there loud, but the game is on June 1st. It is gonna be televised. So if you guys have some time, go ahead and set a reminder, June 1st. Um Brady and Rodgers against Mahomes and Allen. Now, if you guys are familiar with this, um, Tom Brady, this isn't his first go-round, or um, Aaron Rodgers. Actually, Brady lost. He's – I don't think Brady ever won, although Aaron Rodgers is more undefeated, I believe, um, because he did it last year with DeChambeau. Bryson um, DeChambeau, and I believe Brady was um, – his partner was Phil Mickelson. They lost. Um, 
I believe he played against Manning before Tiger Woods. This isn't this isn't anything new. So if this is your first time hearing about this, go ahead, set a reminder, watch it. It's very entertaining. It's not a full game of golf. Like I said, it's not 18 holes. They're only doing 12. So again, set your reminders June 1st. Watch this celebrity golf game. It's better than celebrity boxing and all of that. But yeah, I'm excited to watch it. I'm going to be, you know, rooting for Brady as I always do. And for once, I will be rooting for Aaron Rodgers as well. So, and, and bigger news though, guys, um, I was doing a little bit of research and the NFL is such a tight knit, like, it's hard to figure out what's going on with that company. Stuff really don't leak. So back in February, um, Brian Flores put out, I believe it was February or maybe, yeah, it was kind of after the Super Bowl. So yeah, February, Brian Flores put out that he was suing, um, the NFL. He had a lawsuit. It was big, a little backstory. He was, um, see y'all, what am I, I'm about to say auditioning, <laughs> like, and this was last week too. Like what words are you using? Why are these falling out of your mouth like this? He was um, trying to get hired with the New York Giants. And Bill Belichick texted him congratulating him for getting the job, and he hadn't even had his interview yet. I believe it was his second interview yet. Um, so basically it was like they already knew who they was going to have. One thing led to another, boom, here comes his lawsuit about discrimination. And then fortunately, our guy Mike Tomlin – over there in um, Pittsburgh, put him in. He's in as a defensive assistant, so he's uh, working up under Mike Tomlin. I think that that was great for Brian because it gives him an opportunity to still work in a league where he could have been like Colin Kaepernick, the next black ball person out of the NFL for trying to take a stand. But and I and I said this probably on the show before, and if not, I'll say it now. I think that he landed in a perfect spot because this is where the Rooney Rule comes from the ownership the Rooney's there put in the place you have to um you have to now oh it's come to me you have to interview with a person from minority um a minority background not necessarily have to hire them but now if you guys know it's been updated the rules so now um they have to have an offensive a minority coach on every team starting this season. And I mentioned that I believe it was my last episode. I mean, to me as a minority, I would just be unsure if I'm here to check a box or if I'm here because I really have skills and you think that I would take this position serious and these players to the next level. Weird. But after Flores came out, because Flores, a part of his, um, you know, coming out, he said that he was offered a $100,000 per loss by uh, Stephen Ross, the owner of Miami Dolphins, back during the 2019 season. Well, um, Hugh Jackson, he was a former coach in Cleveland. He said that he was also told by the coach um, there in Cleveland, um, I believe his name is Haslam, uh, Jimmy Haslam, he was offered by Jimmy to tank as well in Cleveland. And 
I mean, they suck, though. Like, Brian Flores was like, no, I'm not going to do it. They had a decent season. Where when Hugh Jackson was there, like, they literally suck. So did you get paid or not when he was coming out? And, but anyway, he came out, he said that he was offered money and then backtracked, like, no, nah, that wasn't the case. But I understand where he's coming from. So to me, it really wasn't a backtrack, but I don't know. So I believe at that point, the NFL started investigating the Browns. It just now leaked the other day that the investigation was happening and that it was basically almost over. Now, the leak is not saying which side they're leaning on. Like, oh, um, you know, what he said is being found as untrue, so there's nothing going on with the Browns. Or, you know, if there's going to be some kind of penalty, you know, when it comes to, you know, ownership and things like that with the team because of these allegations. I... I don't know. Like, the Browns, they basically saying they good. The NFL, they not saying nothing. I guess we got to wait and see. But it's just so much surrounding the things that Brian Flores said because two other coaches also came out, Steve Wilkes and um, Ray Horton. They're joining a lawsuit as well, citing discrimination on the, in the hiring process. So... If the NFL at this point got their hands full. Um, a Carolina player, Desmond, somebody, he's he's being investigated police-wise for, I, be I believe it's domestic violence. It's so much going on in the NFL right now. And then it's like still uncertainty with the teams and who going to play, who not going to play, and what's going on. I'm... I don't know. I I believe Hugh in the in the beginning. I think that these teams do get paid to tank because some of these games you look at and be like, well, how did they lose that game? You know what? You know what are they doing? I don't know. <laughs> I I really it's confusing. I guess to say the least, it's just really confusing. I believe. I believe the NFL do need to do something about the leadership across the board. If I'm going to skip over to the, the discrimination lawsuit, we're going to set this stuff here with the Browns. A little. We're going to set this here until we figure out what's going on with the investigation. It's almost over, so I should have more for you guys, hopefully next week. As far as the investigation the deals with Brian Flores because at first the NFL came out to say, Oh, we, we, this isn't true, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then it was like, okay, well we're going to look into his claims. And then like a week or two later, you had this updated Rooney rule. I keep calling it the updated Rooney rule. I'm not even sure if that's what they calling it, but look into it. It's updated. And it makes, it still makes it kind of difficult. As I mentioned for minorities, because are you hiring me because of the color of my skin or are you hiring me because I am qualified for the position? We are in a league where it is made up of plenty of minorities with small representation. And you want to have a person who fits the mold. You know what I'm saying? Um, you want to have that coach there that's going to coach the player to be the best player that they can be. 
Correct. But you don't want to hire a coach or, you know, ownership GMs and the teams and stuff. They hire these coaches over minority coaches because of the color of their skin or the level of friendship. You know, oh, you can't tell me Matt Patricia didn't get his job because of Bob Quinn. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of stuff that we need to shy away from. In all business, NFL, NHL, all of it, you know, it's very unfortunate to people, especially candidates who are qualified for these positions who don't get them because of their race, because of their religious background and things like that. Especially in the area or a league where the the majority of your players are made up of these people. You know, and you you expect for them to work so much with people who don't really understand them. So I'm just interested in seeing exactly how the NFL navigates this lawsuit and what what is next, because it can't stop at this updated Rooney rule like this can't be it. Like, okay, y'all, we giving each team. Um, a minority offensive coach. And it, I believe it was like an offensive coach because we're moving into an offensive-driven football game. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the past, it was defense wins games. Well, now, I don't know. You need your defense really to step up to stop these quarterbacks. Like, it's it's really more offensive-driven. I... I don't know. I just don't think that what they're doing or how they're coming out or the things that they're saying is really even putting a Band-Aid on the situation. Like, I don't think it's bandaging the situation at all. So it's weird. It is very much so. I'm still, however, a fan. I love the game. I'm, I'm happy Tom Brady's coming back. I'm ecstatic that Tom Brady's coming back. I really was not ready to see football without him I know the day is coming but you know I'm just ready to see the change all around and this is where I was saying earlier like Colin Kaepernick needs to go as far as trying to be a team owner you know we're going to show you better than we can tell you because it's only so much you can say before it's beating a dead horse but if we can get together invest in this team and run a beautiful franchise then you know more people will start to see like okay this works it does work I'm not saying have an all-black football team black owners black coaches black concession stand workers no that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying we need more representation in football and it's not about the players or the coaches it's more or less ownership in higher levels as well because Again, these teams are still owned by people with this ignorant mentality, and it's not that they don't want to do better. It's just I've lived like this my whole life, and and again, you cannot beat a dead horse. So I'm interested. When I was reading, uh, you know, the story about the Browns and the investigation and deeper into the investigation with Brian Flores and the coaches, the other two coaches that has joined a lawsuit. And I honestly think y'all that this is not it. I think that more coaches might end up joining this lawsuit sooner than later. Just depends on how long the NFL allows it to drag out. You know, we never know, but we definitely will see. And if there's an update to give you, you know, I got you.
Thank y'all for tuning in this week. I do appreciate everything. Thank you guys for um, checking on me last week. Hey, what happened to the show? I wasn't feeling good, but I do I do appreciate all of y'all who reaches out to me, who leaves comments, who email me. Um, I'm looking forward to the draft next week. Um, I'm still trying to put together a great mock draft. I'll probably change it a few more times for next week. I'm going to do a, you know, my mock draft episode like last um, draft for last year. So I'm excited more so than ever. I will see you guys next week. Peace out.